Hello, I'm Isaac Foster, intern here at the 908, and I just want to make a quick disclaimer that this episode of Shoot Your Shot includes some very vulgar, explicit language that you would not want to have in front of your children. Now remember, life is great in the 908. The name on the front is a hell of a lot more important than the one on the back. Get that through your head! I don't care what the scoreboard says, at the end of the game, in my book, we're going to be winners. I'll make it. You don't do that to a man. He's got a million dollar idea right here. Billion dollar idea. Even better, let him flow. Well, there's nothing like a cold one after a long day, huh? Here's to feeling good all the time. And now, from the 908 studio, this is Shoot Your Shot. Brought to you by 908, where life is great. Welcome back to the show. Shoot your shot, Paul Sutter, the chosen one. John Gross, the boss man. John Rona V, week 31, I think. Uh, I'm a little bit banged up today. I'm battling. You know what? I don't get enough credit for what I do. I'm on the front lines, and I had 83 glasses of wine last night. Well, I figured the bachelorette was on, wasn't it? Yeah, you know, this is going to be a tough deal for me right now, John, doing our, our show on Wednesday mornings. Because I'll tell you what, I barely got out of bed. So how'd it go? Oh, it's, do we like? Is this the one where the girls dating the guys? The girls dating okay. the guys, and let me tell you something. It might be the most dramatic season ever. <laughs> it might like the. I, I don't want to spoil it, but it's pretty wild. I think you should get into it. Did you watch last night? No, I just knew. Well, I ran into baby Kelsey and Pate Sweeney. Oh, I heard about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had a little run in. Hey, they, they, you know what they said? They what? said, uh, "Yeah, I saw." We saw John at uh, Iconics. Is that what it's called? Yeah, Iconics. Iconics, the the workout place. And the I was gym. like, yeah. I was like, Grossy goes to Iconics. Yeah. And like, no, he's he's just passing magazines. Just, I was like, there, you wouldn't be caught dead in that place. Oh, I, I. Could, I mean, working out there. I could go to that place and I teach them a thing or two. Hey, I've done spin classes. Remember, we both went through a little spin class phase. Yeah. Well, we we'll did. get back into it. It was hard. It's just how do, you can't get excited for a spin class because no. it's miserable, and you don't go anywhere. On and the that's bike. kind of the same with all the gym stuff. It's like, yeah, you feel good after, but well, you got to do it, I guess. I'd feel I'd rather feel terrible than yeah. go to the gym. Well, they said that, that the Bachelorette was on, and I knew that it meant a lot of wine, a little red wine. I'm guessing red wine, white wine. Had a little steak. Steak. Threw, yeah, I threw all the steak up because I threw up last night. But you I, did. Oh, I, I was banged up. Holy smokes! I was loose as a goose. Do oh. I look, do I look, look, no. I'm battling right you now. You do not look good. I had a little bit of liquid IV. Right you got now. a great shirt on. Yeah. Thank you for this one, actually. Yeah. We haven't been to Traces in a while. And you know what? I heard they got a little TV out there now. See, I kind of want to go. For some reason, I'm, I've been loving the parklets, right? I've been loving all the outdoor dining. Yeah. But Traces is sort of like Joe Joe's to me where it's like. I totally agree. I almost don't want to waste a trip. Totally agree. Because I want to be inside. I totally agree. Traces is all about inside. The, the camaraderie in there. The you walk in and you realize that the play, that Tracy's is way bigger than you think. Yeah, every time you've been there forty times and you're like, wow, this is bigger than I thought. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> wow, look at that dining room over there. That's yeah. pretty wild. Yeah, people. When I always say that I go get food at Tracy's and stuff like that, everybody always says like, oh, you get you're getting food at Tracy's. I'm like, yeah, it's delicious. Yeah, and there's like an awesome contingent of like, I don't know, people in their like fifties and sixties that just eat like fine dinner there. Yeah, like, yeah. Like my parents go there all the time. Yeah, it's delicious. They love that. And then they got that unreal, like special board that's like uh, whatever's 
on the chef's menu today. It's usually like cranberry ham or some like wild dinner. You know, it's not just burgers. Yeah, they got a little special. Uh, also, just remembering, remember when we like two years ago we did a podcast with Mike Allen. He showed up two hours late. Yeah, but we were at Tracy's and he kept he kept apologizing, which is like, well, dude, if you're gonna show up two hours late. Like, the apology's not going to cut it. You're not 15 minutes late. Yeah, right. But it was, like, Tuesday night, and we were at Tracy's. Like, well, we don't care. We just slammed beers. We were probably just a little too drunk for the show. We were. I think we, we were. were. Those. Uh, it, and all, it was probably around this time, because I think the Dodgers were playing the Astros. Yeah, it was a, it was a playoff time. You're yeah. Right. It was probably today. Wow. Yeah. Two years ago today. Let's just say it was. Yeah, let's say it was. Yeah. Two years ago today, we were at Tracy's with Mike Gallo, and he showed up Slamming three hours late. Coors Light. It was you, me, producer Nick, and we were just getting loose. Yeah, we were And getting remember, loose. we had the food as well. Yeah. But it was just getting cold, so we were just like, ah, fuck it. Yeah. Let's yeah. just eat it. Yeah. Oh, I just cussed. My bad. All right. Uh, big show, John. We got Rafi Howard on the show, uh, the sports director of the Los Altos YMCA. That's a long-ass title. But he's doing great things over there. He's got, like, sports programs and... It's good to know that sports are coming back with our youth. Yeah, I like that. You know, we hear so much of, like, the older kids with sports. And then, like, uh, and then you'll hear about, like, like club stuff for, like, high schoolers and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, like, it, it needs to start somewhere. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so important. We we talked off air with Rafi, uh, I did, about, like, it's so miserable how many kids show up 12 years old and don't know how to dribble a basketball. Yep. Like, when we coach and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's like... You need these recreational programs. You don't need to start club when you're three. You don't need to be in right. an AAU team when you're four years old. But you need to learn the fundamentals somewhere. Right. And if you're not going to teach your kids as a parent, you need to at least put them in a program. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it's fun. It's fun. I it's w- so fun to play sport. When you're five years old, can you imagine, like, I smell it in the fall time. I'm like, I want to go kick a soccer ball. Yeah, 100%. And soccer wasn't my, like, my number one sport. Sport, oh, I was pretty fucking good, but uh, but like when the when the fresh grass is cut and it's just fall time, you toss the shin guards on, go kick a soccer ball. You know what's not talked about enough on this show and in society in the city in general? I think you're the best soccer juggler of all time. Yeah, I am. I don't. That's not talked about enough. People don't give you that credit. I'm Loki. You you have your okay. You're the baseball guy, led the country in doubles. I get it. In football, I was the, I led CIF in total offense the first two weeks. Played quarterback. Wasn't that is deal. true. Uh, I was also borderline one of the better indoor soccer players ever. <laughs> I'm going to throw that out there. You know what? I mean, from a scoring standpoint, I scored like 12 goals a night. And it's a small field. You don't do a lot of running. Yeah. Yeah, you might be. I've seen you. People. Was I not pretty decent? You were good. I need it's a team sport. I needed I needed to be paired with good defensive players. Yeah. But from an offensive standpoint, the ball was hitting the trash can multiple times a game. Say what you want about me about making fun of you, but I always have your back when I say that you're good at sports. When I talk yeah. about how good you are at basketball. Yeah. Grossy can shoot the lights out. He can shoot the lights out. There's no doubt about it. I'm just I'm just saying And that goes for soccer too. Yeah. But I think I'm saying I think I'm a lot better at cage soccer. You you are. I was good at field soccer. I was a good assist guy. But if you're not with a scorer, it doesn't really matter if you set the guy up. Right. right. Um, but I really came into my own in the cage soccer. I think I like shooting at a trash can. It's easier. You should. Yeah, it's easier. I, I think I, it's easier to hit something than to avoid something. I agree. I agree. And that's. I think that's a difference for me. Uh, we should 
we should bring a soccer ball everywhere we go. And that way, when people see us, you can just show off your skills because you get made fun of a lot because you're kind of thick. Uh, <laughs> you don't, you don't look athletic. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> people are constantly picking on me. It's so miserable. So we should bring the soccer ball at all times and be like, no, nah, F you look at this. And you just start kicking the ball a hundred times in a row. I get picked on because I'm, because I don't drink. And then I'll drink and get fat, and then I get picked on because I'm fat. But you know what? That's just that's just my burden. We all have our crosses. Are you are you done? Are you done drinking? No, absolutely not. You said it. You said you don't drink. Well, like when I get skinny. Uh, okay. Like I'll, I'll like not go slam pitchers for a UFC fight with Hubbard because I don't give a shit about UFC. <laughs> like I just, I'm sorry. I just like that's awesome. UFC is cool, I guess, for people. I don't. That's not my thing. All right, let's talk about this. Okay. What first off, what did you do this weekend? Anything sweet? I del- did I see you? No, I delivered subscription boxes all weekend. Oh. Our subscription box, that's what I have to go do today. We're finishing today. Let me tell you something. A hundred fifty-eight people bought this first subscription box. It's a hit. People are loving it. It's awesome. It's very fun. I'm like you. You deliver pizzas to doors. I'm delivering something to people's doors and they're very happy about it. Mm-hmm. But let me tell you something. It's huh. a lot of work. I'm yeah. basically a, a FedEx UPS driver. Well, I'm more DHL. You know that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, it's a lot of work. I know. I've been doing it for fucking four days straight. Sorry, we cussed again. We got to stop that. Yeah, we got to stop that. We have kids that listen to this show. Yeah, we do. Good kids. Yeah. So, <laughs> so you're going door to door. Door to door. It's all I've been doing. Is it all over the place? Are you going to different cities or just Long Beach? Because, you know, some people that live in like freaking, I don't know. Corona probably like Long Beach, so they yeah. want to have they want Long Beach stuff. We're doing Long Beach, Lakewood, Seal Beach, Los Al. Okay, and it's taking a little longer this time because there was there were some discrepancies. Like uh, we didn't have all the supplies for the boxes at once, mm-hmm. so it's kind of annoying because I'll go back to the same street like three times as we get, as the stuff rolls in. Does that make sense? Yep. So I think next time if we get everything packaged. And then I don't have to keep going back to the same neighborhoods over and over and over. But, you know, sometimes people aren't there. Yeah. And you got to go back. Do you, you don't leave it on the porch? Well, only with their permission. In this city? You kidding me? You're going to leave stuff on the porch? It's tough. People are breaking into cars, you know? Speaking of that, uh, let me tell you something, John. I got a new car. Is there a new car parked out there? Oh, yeah. Holy smokes, I need to check this out. Let me tell you, John. I've had it, you know, it was the first time that I got a new car and I had to wheel and deal with some of these uh, swindlers swindlers out there. Exactly. And it is tough work battling it out. I went over there. Look, Anaheim is one of the worst cities in the country. I go to Anaheim. I kind of like Anaheim. Not after this, you won't. Okay. I go to Anaheim, Anaheim Russell Westbrook Hyundai uh, dealership. Russell Westbrook owns like a million Hyundai dealerships. What? Yeah. I don't know how the hell that happened. You didn't tell them you're the white Russell Westbrook? Yeah, you I did You literally are. I, I know. I, I can't shoot, but I'm pretty athletic. I, I tried. I, tr- I wanted to do my best to buy a car okay. from the Russell Westbrook Hyundai, but they didn't take good care of me. I get there. And the one that I wanted that I saw online, good deal, all this stuff. I get there. It's not there. It's at their satellite locations in like Huntington Beach or Garden Grove. I don't know. I I forget. I wait three hours 
and they bring me two cars, both not the car that I wanted them to bring. They just d- decided to bring a random ass car. And they I'm said like, for you, Paul Sater, here's two random cars. Here's two cars. And I'm just like, why would you bring me two cars when I didn't ask for those two cars? The one I asked you to bring, why didn't you just bring that one? Yeah, but you know them. They got to like keep you around, keep you around. They didn't have the car, obviously, right? So finally I go off and I'm like, all right, if you could get me the same deal for those cars, for that car as the one I wanted that I saw that was a decent price, then we'll be decent. We'll be, we'll be good. I'll okay. get it. No, they can't do it. They're just, they keep swindling me, keep uh, kind of just backpedaling. And I'm just like, I got no time for this. I'm out of here. I was like, if you could get me that deal, you text me. I, but I'm not staying here anymore. You walked out. Yeah. That's the only thing these places fear is the walkout. Oh, and I walked out all right. Oh, yeah. I stomped right. I went right into the old park and I turned my wheel because there was no power steering. Anyways, look, John, there's a Hyundai right here in Long Beach. Harbor Hyundai. Harbor Hyundai, right over there in Cherry. Is that right, Cherry? Cherry, yeah. yeah. Why didn't I go there in the beginning? That's where I got my new car, right over there. And so what do you got? I mean, I can't wait to go check this thing out. It's a white Tucson, Hyundai Tucson. It's just like the old Santa Fe that I had, but just the the more smaller compact SUV. You're a Tucson guy now, huh? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's where we should move. I know. We've been talking about it. Well, we we got to go. Well, now we got to take a road trip to Tucson. Oh, and I'll drive. Oh, we pile in your car. We could go to Champaign, Illinois. We could go to Alamosa, Alamosa, Colorado. Colorado. All right. It's done deal. We're good. We're good. Okay. And... It's push to start for one. I know you have push to start. I have push to start, which is incredible. And I got air conditioning, which is incredible. You're living a dream. And I can steer the wheel. Do you have seat warmers? Duh. Because let me tell you something. It's starting to get seat warm I weather know. in the mornings. Uh, yeah, and at night, Johnny. It's and a at night, chilly. but during the midday, it's a little chilly. Yeah, it's getting a little chilly. Uh, that's incredible. I'm telling you, it's a nice pearl white. Pearl. You got a pearl white, huh? Not regular white, pearl white. You should you should see these like little what? little uh, it's like glitter on the car. It's pretty sweet. That sounds amazing. I'm gonna go check it out as soon as we're done filming this. Yeah, recording it. Uh, what was I gonna say? Oh, I was okay. What are you gonna well, say? Do you have? I got nothing else with my car. Okay, but I'll tell you what. If you need to buy a car, go Harp. to go to Paul over there on uh. Oh, you know Paul the Paul connection going on. Oh huh? God, yeah. He right when he said, "Oh, my name's Paul," I was like, "Oh, let's this, roll. it's fucking over, yeah, dude. Let's I, got a, I got a new car. Nice little Asian guy over there. Super cool guy. <laughs> I'm telling you. Why Super, does that matter? You got. I, I want so you to go to the right guy. Him. Yeah, okay, I don't so want you to go okay. to the white dude. It's the Asian guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, can nice I tell you guy though. Can I do a little grind my gears about my weekend though? Yeah, I have a grind my gears too. Go ahead. Okay. Well. Of question, have you ever like since we started the show? Do people ever say like you'll be out and about doing your thing, and they'll associate us together, which I, I'm okay with. That's not my grandma gears. Yes, they'll be like, "How's John?" That's what. Well, I don't know if they do that to you, but that's what they say to me. They're like, "How's Paul Slater doing?" He's like, or they'll like they'll like confuse us. Literally all the time. It happens it's all the time. time. I'll I'll just be out minding my own business, and, yeah. and, and they'll and it'll be like, you know, they'll say like, "Oh, are you, are you still in the country in doubles?" I'll be like, "No, that's Paul." <laughs> it's no, but people associate us together, and yeah, that's fine. Yeah, it, usually, it happens all the time. It usually doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother me until oh fuck, what happened? Fucking Bobby Garcia must be associating me with you because you're not going to believe my Saturday morning. I wake up, 
My car gets rummaged through because you have a hit out on you, and they got a hit out on me now. I'm, my car's parked innocently outside my thing. I thought it was locked. I don't know. My business cards are scattered scattered all over the sidewalk. No. My uh, my center console totally rummaged through. I didn't have anything important in there. I don't think. They might have taken something. I just don't know what. They, they took... I have a big box of business cards. It was scattered five houses down all over their lawn. What? My car was all rummaged through. I'm thinking... I'm John Grossi. I'm supposed to go around town and get free food. Yeah. I'm not Paul Slater. Yeah. Did you? What, what happened? Did did? I don't did know. Anything break? Nothing broke. I guess the car was unlocked, but I thought my car locked automatically, and I thought I locked it. That's bullshit. And let me tell you something else. It doesn't stop there. About, I don't know, one hour after that, I get a text from my mom, and she said, "We got some mail for you today. You got a ticket." My life has turned into your life. What, 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 what kind of ticket? Street sweeping ticket. And I thought, okay, I remember the incident. It was a few weeks ago. Okay, my car was on the wrong side of the street. Forgive me. It's coronavirus. You know, we're all going through tough times. It's a pandemic, John. I ran out there. Well, I heard the thing, and I ran out there, and I moved my car before she could ticket me. But she was behind me, and she oh. gave me. She wrote on it that I drove away. <laughs> I drove away. Oh. And you know what? I thought we had a deal with the with the ticketing people. I thought so too. I thought if you drive away before they can put the ticket on your car, but she was just sitting there all smug. I thought that she was writing down my license plate number. Fuck that, dude. That pisses me off. Bobby Garcia, he knows now. Well, I think he thinks I'm you. Yeah. I get a ticket and my car broken into. Well, we're like one. I think we're one. Yeah, it's we're like when one. you get married, you know. Yeah, it's one flesh. Yeah, it is one flesh. One podcast, to one sh- flesh. To shoot your shot. Uh, curse. Is Fuck, upon me. Man, that's so tough. you're out here. You're getting a great deal on a car. You're getting this marble white. No, pearl white. Pearl white. It's you. got glitters. You're having the best weekend ever. I'm over here getting absolutely sawed off at the fucking ankles. They're taking everything I have. Oh, no. They're rummaging through my car. They're oh, giving me tickets. No. Bobby Garcia, I'm over here doing nothing but saying good things about him. You're oh, the one no. who talks trash on him. <laughs> I always defend him. I say, Bobby Garcia, great job setting up the coronavirus. Great job this, great job that. And then all of a sudden, oh, just because I'm associated with you, I get my car stolen from? I tell you what, I don't like the sound of that. Oh, no. That's a nightmare. It's a nightmare. And it's even worse because you don't know what they took. And so you're, now you're worried, What did they take anything, you know? Do you have, do you, what about your golf shoes? Did you check your golf shoes? I haven't checked my golf shoes. They're probably gone. They're probably gone. Mine are gone. Gone. I cannot believe they stole my golf shoes. Yeah. By like, the way, I have your golf balls in my, not in my car, but they're at my house. My bad, I didn't bring them. Okay. Sorry. Pinnacles? Pinnacles. That's going to be big. They didn't steal the pinnacles. Yeah, they didn't want, see, that's why I get them. It's just like on the golf course. Yeah. If you, if you lose a pinnacle, like let's say it's in the rough, no one's going to take it. You can find it on the next hole when you're coming back. Right. If you lose a title as one, it's gone. Yeah, it's gone. Yeah. Pro V1 or whatever. Yeah. I'm not good enough to swing a Pro V1. I don't even know what that means. So let me tell you something. If this is some sick joke that some rival podcast has, hmm. maybe it's on Bob Garcia. Is there another podcast that wants to have a hit on us? I don't know. Is uh, Joe Rogan, people are saying. That's true. Because we have been getting more and more listeners every month. Maybe he wants to know. Maybe he wants to be the number one podcast in Long Beach. Yeah, sad. He's only got the world, not Long Beach. Yeah. Sad, mm. super sad. That's super sad for Joe. Or maybe Bobby Garcia wants to start a podcast. Mm. 
I would love if he had a podcast. That'd be that'd be hilarious. What would his be called? Not shoot your shot. Uh, it's something similar though. How do you say? It's tough because we're not politicians. So we say shoot your shot, we mean it. But he's got his, yeah. his has to be. Uh, how do you say defund the police while raising the police budget at the same time? Yeah, I think that's the title of it. Yeah, uh, that's the title of his show. Let's defund the police, but also make sure that well, they it's got to be quick. It's got more be money. Defund the police, raise the budget. Def- defund the police budget we're raising. Yes. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. So it's right there in the middle. Yeah. Everyone likes him. Uh, all right. Oh, uh, not speaking of grind my gears as well. Uh, do you want to talk about your Dodgers real quick? Are you nervous? I've been in a horrible mood the last few. I know. It's, I feel bad. But for we you. talk about it every I year. I'm a broken record. Yeah, I feel bad. I mean, I, I, I'm not, I, I'm not calling him dead yet. I'm just going to say that. I don't, I mean, we're sitting here, they're down 0-2. Uh, it's been horrendous. Last night, at least, I'll, I'll tell you what, I was very, very worried before we came back last night. Uh-huh. Because it's, it was like, we forgot how to score. I agree. That That's, and that's we where I We forgot how to score, but then we figured out how to score, and now I'm like, okay. If you got beat 6 nothing, you're in trouble. We're, we're dead. But it's seven six, right? Wasn't that the final seven like we, six? Yeah, they came back. They they almost won it in the bottom of the ninth. Uh, I was out here delivering freaking subscription boxes, so I had it on radio old Rick Monday and Charlie Steiner. Oh, and your uh, boys, and I was just absolutely yelling at him that you were mad at him because they were bat, doing a bad job, or you were yelling at the Dodgers. I was yelling at the Dodgers. Oh, okay, no, Charlie Charlie Steiner was doing a great job. They're great. I mean, I knew everything that was happening. Uh, yeah, they're they're not dead yet. The Braves are nasty, though. I mean, who? What happened during coronavirus with every team that has a guy you've never heard of? I don't they're know. all of a sudden doing great. No idea. I was just thinking that. Like, I, like who's on the Braves? Like, do people outside of Long Beach know Travis or no? I gotta think not really. Do they? Is he famous? Well, I mean, he's played in two uh, World Series or one World Series. Who's I'm, more famous? One World Series nationally, Travis Arno or Chris Taylor? Nationally. I'd say Chris Taylor. That's, I don't know if it's by much though. Chris Taylor is like not. Well, he's been in a bunch of World Series though, so I, mean, I guess well, Chris maybe. Taylor is one of the best players on the planet. He just like, oh yeah. I don't know. Don't I? I'm just it stresses me out. I didn't realize how invested I was in this Dodgers team, and how much I thought it just seemed like we were going to win the World Series easy, but now we got a little uh, what do they call it. You know the Mojo? No. Momentum. No, 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 no. The opposite. Opposite road of momentum. Block. Oh, we got a little roadblock. Yeah. Now we got to get past these Braves. The Braves are nasty. Uh, also, so the Lakers won the title too while we were, was it on Sunday? That was stupid. Winning a title by a blowout with no fans, that was the stupidest thing of all. I, uh, I'm i with you on that. And people keep saying, well, does it feel, it doesn't feel like uh like a sick world championship, you know? It's like, yeah, because it's not. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm sorry. It just it just isn't. And this is like I'm going to I want this World Series bad and I'm and I think it counts, but it's still different. It's still like not You're not even going to be be able to play in LA. We're not playing in LA. It's a half season. It's like I'm not making excuses. I I still think I'm pumped up that they have to show up and play and yeah. win the game. Yeah. But like I would celebrate a hell of a lot more the next year if, like, look at the last three years we've been in the World Series and all that. 
we're at bars. It's going nuts. We're like, I know. We're at freaking on the rocks and Sapporo Sushi. We're over here at Tracy's. We're at EJ's. Remember that one time? We, uh, maybe you weren't there with me, but we I played a softball game. We went to we had to catch the the ninth inning. We went to uh, Glory Days, and then they were closing up. We went to Tracy's. They're closing up. That. It was extra innings. We, I think we all met up at EJ's. I remember that. I mean, these are times you remember because it's going crazy. Like, I guess I'll remember the game, but I'm just sitting here like basically before I go to sleep, I'm watching the game. Yeah, I, I just I hate seeing on Twitter everybody's just like, my Lakers, my Lakers won it. First off, first off, this bullshit bubble season is whack. That was whack. Second, like this, is, I don't want to sound like a non-fan, but this Lakers team isn't even the Lakers. It's like a bunch of dudes from other. Yeah, teams. but that's how it works. That's I how know, it works. but like. There ain't no homegrown Laker. I guess Caruso and freaking Kuzma and whatnot. But some of these he's other a homegrown? guys. Yeah, he's a homegrown kid. Uh, but other than that, it's just like LeBron and AD dudes that they just freaking signed off the. Yeah, but they'll be there for a few years. Yeah, okay, yeah, I get, I guess. But I, do you know what I mean though? Like they watching. We talked about it last week. Watching the Heat was sick. All those freaking like the Heat were awesome. Like Hero and none. But they're like bam. But at the and, same time, it's like who are they? I know. It's it's sort of the same thing with like it's like these Braves and these Marlins. It's like who the hell are these teams? The Heat, like that's sick though. It's sick, but also it just like it feels like when you're the Lakers and Dodgers. Also, it's like if we don't if we don't play the Astros and beat them, it's not going to feel as as satisfying. Just like the Lakers, I feel like we have to go through a healthy Golden State right. or someone who's or like even if we had played the Clippers. Right, I know what you mean. We're not, we're not playing any teams with superstars, right. and they're legit teams, and they're beating us, and it's crazy. But right. like, I, the Rays are sick. By the way, they're up three zero right now, and they're nasty. And I don't know. I couldn't. I can name two guys on their team. I don't know who these other even, guys. are. I don't are. know if I know some anyone. random ass fools out there. Who's on their team? I don't know. Couldn't tell you. Glass now. Never heard of him. Uh, he's a pitcher. Uh, Meadows. Other than that, I don't. I couldn't tell you. But they're sick. Fires me up. Uh, real quick, grind my gears before we send it to the interview. I hate when games are spoiled for me. Oh, because you're streaming. Because I'm streaming. That was I did that the other day. But, that was my bad. But no, but it's but it, well, you. Because I've even, been in your shoes. No, I know. But you you didn't even do it bad. Like you, what you did wasn't even bad. You know what I mean? But I'm just letting people know. That please don't ruin a game for me, by t- via text. Via the text because I'm going to be a little bit behind. Just it's not hard to just wait thirty seconds or a minute to send your text message out. You know yeah. what I mean? To say like, "Wow, yeah. what a shot!" You know. But but no, you're in the moment. That's why I hate streaming. I know, but you, I have to. I know, and I've been there. But the, I, I've been in the same situation with the Dodgers all year. I've been streaming Dodgers, and, and everyone's texting about it. But. You I don't blame them. them. You, you, I like it's brutal, but you have to put your phone down. You have, yeah, but just what, bru- you can't blame people for getting excited about sports. That's what they're. they're but what do. if I'm watching on my phone? You know what I mean. That's mm-hmm. an, that's another thing that I got to deal with. All of a sudden, I'm watching this game, and then on the top of the screen, it goes, "Dang, I can't believe he missed that kick." And it's like, "Well, fuck, I have to watch." I'm yeah. watching the kick right now. It all goes back to how f- f- stupid COVID is. So bad. I hate it's it. It's so annoying. All because right, if you're if you were streaming a world or a, a national championship game, 
You wouldn't stream it. You'd be at right. a bar. We'd be hanging together. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Uh, all right, let's 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 uh, get to the interview with Rafi. Yeah, cheer Ma- up. A little. Ma- yeah, cheer up a little bit. That's what I was thinking of. Let's cheer up a little bit. Get to the interview with Rafi Howard. Uh, he's doing some great work in in Long Beach. I mean, there's no question about it. Also, little what? rival coach, me and him. Oh uh, eh? yeah. Pretty well, sick. you know, behind closed doors, you know. Jim Beheim and uh, Coach K. I was trying to think of someone sicker, but uh, uh, Jim Beheim and uh, Jeff Capel. Yeah, Jeff Capel and Jim, Jim Beheim. You know, they go to the same poker nights. Yeah, let's be do. honest. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they, they do. They throw in. They throw in four hundred dollars cash and in uh, a fourth quarter timeout. <laughs> so that's basically oh, what we're doing yeah. with Rafi. All right, let's get to the interview. Uh, sports director of the Los Altos YMCA, Rafi Howard. Wow, seven projects. On the phone, big-time guest. We got Rafi Howard, the sports director of Los Altos YMCA. Is that right? Did I get the title right? Absolutely. That's what they say around here. There you go. Rafi, welcome to the show, man. Good to have you. Thanks for, ha- oh, thanks for having me. I, I appreciate it. Um, I'm happy to be on this morning. Um, I love what you guys are doing. Um, so, hey. Let's let's get it started. So you got some new programs rolling in uh, over there at the Los Altos YMCA, is that right? Absolutely, I do. Um, we have a couple of programs that we are curating or have been curating. Um, we have our basketball camp that takes place on Thursdays, Fridays, and Saturdays over at Grace on Third over there at the gym. We also have our we also have our tennis camp coming up um, in December. Um, we also have our flag football camp that's coming up in December as well. So we're trying to move and we're trying to shake over here. Um, even though the circumstances are a little challenging, we're trying to make it happen. Uh, so you guys are doing, can you explain a little bit about like what you guys are, uh, like you guys are taking in kids during the day, like YMCA is definitely doing big things during COVID to help out working parents and stuff like that. Absolutely. Um, so that program, it's 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 catered to the to the parents, um, like you said, John, who are working right now and they need a place for their kids to go. So we're we're um, doing what we call the Y Camp Academy. So the kids come around about six thirty in the morning, and they leave around six thirty at the latest when their parents are off work and ready to pick them up. And during those hours when they are at our branch, they're on their Zoom class as they call it zoom class um, with their students i mean with their teachers i'm sorry about that with their teachers so we're making sure that they're on zoom that they're learning what they need to learn and also we're giving them an outlet as well Um, we do have uh, what we call our playground partners program so when they have that break from zoom they'll go outside and practice different sports such as flag football tennis volleyball capture the flag, just to name a few, you know, just to get that energy all out. Um, so when it's time to go back into the classroom and get back on the Zoom with their teacher, they're ready to stay focused and get ready to learn again. Has it been hard to, like, keep those kids' attention on on the computer for, you know, those many hours in the day? Um, I'm not there with them every minute and every second, um, but when I do pop my head in there and I see um, that the – counselors and the teachers assistants are in there helping them out um they're staying focused for the most part 
Um, of course, it's always some redirection when you're dealing with kids. Mm-hmm. So you have to redirect them from time to time. But for the most part, I would say the majority of the time, they're staying focused because they, they understand the situation now. You know, it's been a minute. Um, this is not their first rodeo, um, so to speak. I mean, because this, this has been going on since March. Mm-hmm. So I think they're getting the hang of things. How many different youth sports programs are you starting over there? And are you a one-man show? Or are you coaching all of them? Are you the tennis expert, the volleyball expert, and the basketball guy? <laughs> oh, man, that's a great question. Um, that's the way it started. So three years ago, I, I was tapped to to curate um, a sports program because we didn't have a sports program at the Los Altos YMCA. So when I first came in the door, I, w- I was a one-man show, right? So we only had basketball and indoor soccer, and we did uh, a PE program at the local elementary school. Uh, we started at Patrick Henry Elementary School. But when I first came in, it was a one-man show. But as as the program grew, I had to hire some, um, you know, some well-qualified uh, sports instructors. Do you have any, like, Roger Federer's out there or, like, a couple of LeBron's that you're, uh, that you're coaching, that you're, that you're seeing out there? I mean, it's always potential, right? <laughs> I mean, that's what my coach used to tell me. Hey, man, you got great potential. What does that mean? No. <laughs> but but it's, it's, it's early on, right? So this yeah. is more for the novice. I mean, of course, you'll have those one-offs, the kids who are more advanced than others. But this is more for kids who just learning how to dribble a basketball, a kid who's learning how to slide or backpedal for the first time. Right. Mm-hmm. So um, I know I want to go back to the qu- question John asked. And you said, how many sports uh, programs do we have? We have uh, roughly probably about five to six different sports that you can participate in. So we have a wide range of sports. If you don't like tennis, maybe you'll like flat football. If you don't like flat football, maybe, you, maybe you'll like indoor soccer. So um, I make sure that, uh, that I'm listening to the community. And I'm, and I'm hearing the parents out. I know this community that we live in is a big soccer community, but, I mean, I'm a basketball guy, so I try to push basketball more than anything, just to be honest. Do, have you been pushing, like, multiple sports too? So if the kids, like, can play, like, all five sports or whatever that you guys offer, have you been pushing that? That's a great question too. I only push that during our preschool um, sports program okay. so for ages two and a half to four so when you're just learning how to walk and run and you're learning all of your body parts um i push five different sports for those ages flag football basketball soccer track and field and t-ball so i give parents the opportunity to participate in all five of those sports but it's a three-week session so say for instance instance if bobby he, he really likes basketball, but his parents say, all right, you know, we're going to try flag football out for three weeks. He's only three and a half, though. You know, you know what right, I'm saying? Right, so right. now they can gauge and say, okay, well, hey, you know what? I think he likes basketball better than flag football, so we're going to kind of, like, stick to this throughout his years. But, when, you know, because you know how parents are. They try to put their kids in everything, yeah. and it's a mess. And the kids quit by the time they're in 12th grade, you right. guys know? Right. <laughs> so, so, yeah. Uh, personal question: You were coaching at a at a local Catholic K through eight basketball, right? Which one was that? I was at Holy Innocence. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. And then you just ran into an absolute machine over at St. Cornelius, and you decided you could never beat us. And then you had to resign. Was that tough for you? Man, that sounds like a little bias coming from <laughs> over there, but I don't. 
was I don't it, know how true that is. Was it the diamond press that made you that made you give it up? Be honest. I think I, I think it was the man to man press, full court press, man. I said, man, this is, the scoreboard is off. I can't believe this. I'm I'm out of here. No. No, but tell tell us what no. you're doing. You you coached there a few years and then and then you started an AAU team, right? Absolutely, yes. I was at Holy Innocence for around two years and we did play the formidable uh Saint Cornelius. So I <laughs> That's, so, I mean, it, it was a great experience, right? I mean, when I was at Holy Innocence, I don't think the parents or the kids were as invested into sports. I mean, academics for sure, but I know when it came to sports, I was like secondary for them, and I understood that. But I was I was there to help them get better um, socially and physically. So that's what I tried to do. And I used that experience to start my own travel ball um association how do you start or, 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 go go ahead i'm sorry oh go ahead i'm sorry uh, no, you go. i was just gonna say how do you how do you start an aau team did you did you uh start a team like under an umbrella of like an organization like a, like a like a bunch of these of these same teams or did you just go out there and like start your own program I, yeah it was i guess it was an idea first um doing training with my son and my nephew during the summers we used to always say Full throttle is the model, right? So we'll go out I and like do different that. drills. Well, yeah, work on our our handle, our handles, our ball handling. We'll work on some footwork, you know, work on some cardio, mm-hmm. and that's what we used to say. So it was just us three. Then, as I did that, um, a buddy of mine had a basketball team already, a travel ball team called Hoop City okay. in Long Beach, and um, I I coached with him for a little bit, and then. I just felt like, okay, you know what? I want to put my own stamp on things. Of course, I, I mean, that's my buddy. That's my that's my guy. But I wanted to put my own stamp on things. I was just coaching. So I just I just knew that I needed to start my own organization. And that's where Full Throttle grew out of that. So my, my organization is called Full Throttle Basketball. We're located um, in the downtown Long Beach area. We have a girls program. We start from ages nine to all the way to 16 and we have a boys program and we start roughly around that same age nine to 17 so i was able to put my stamp i was able to use my mantra full throttle is the model if you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and i i just everything that i learned as a young basketball player that's what i'm doing right now like i stole that full court press though from uh st Cornelius, (laughs) but it it worked (laughs) it worked so how many how so you have uh Age groups from like nine, you said nine to seventeen. You said so. There's just a bunch of teams under your organization, then, huh? So it's it's three teams on the girls' side. Okay. So you have elementary elementary team, you have a middle school team, and then you have a high school team. Okay. And then same thing on the boys' side: elementary um, ballers, middle school, and then a high school. Um, of course, these kids are more advanced um, than most of uh, recreation teams, like your boys and girls club or your YMCA. So, but some of the kids have came from the YMCA. Their skills have gotten so good that, you know, hey, it's time for us to play travel ball, a little more competitive uh, type of basketball. I like that. So, so basically uh, you would recommend any parent to get their kid into sports because it's a great thing. They can learn at the Y. That's where I learned. Uh, where'd you learn? Just on the hard knocks? I was born like this. Okay. Paul, Paul grew up uh, <laughs> and he could, he could already tap the backboard. But... Uh, <laughs> I learned at the Y, but then, you know, you obviously get more serious. So that's when you do you kind of encourage the kids. All right. Now you're pretty good. Now come over to full throttle. 
Absolutely. Um, that has been the goal. Um, like I said, the YMCA is more fundamentals. Um, you're building your skills. Um, you're developing your skills. You're learning how to um, be disciplined and communicate and learn, and you're learning how to develop your social skills too. So absolutely, I let parents know that, hey, this is the starting point, the YMCA. You're two and a half, right? Your, your yeah. child is two and a half. So by the time your child reaches 12 or 13 and they've been playing sports all of those years, yeah, they're ready for the next level. And the next level will be some type of travel ball um, organization, whether it be soccer, baseball, basketball. So I encourage parents to start off, yeah, start off with the introductory, which is the YMCA, and then graduate to something more competitive. And some some kids and players and parents understand that, and then some really don't because they feel like, you know what, hey, I'm, I'm not down with all this competitive uh, sports. So, I mean, and I understand that part too because, um, like I said before, some kids will just – Hey, it's too much, mom. It's too much, dad. I, I don't even want to play sports anymore, and we don't want that. That was like that was like Grossy when he got to high school. No, he, no, no, no. he couldn't handle me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what would be your uh, your ultimate goal as as a guy starting to starting to be a mover and shaker in Long Beach, doing a lot of things on the sports end? Obviously, you're with the YMCA, which has a huge footprint in Long Beach. You're doing your own thing. What what are your personal goals uh, for the next five ten years? Personal goals for me, well, if and when I uh, leave the Los Altos YMCA, to have a, a well-oiled machine. Um, to come from scratch, to have really, you know, ground zero pretty much, and then to leave this place in five years from now or whatever and say, man, look at it now. It's, it's thriving. Everybody knows about the sports programs at the Los Altos YMCA. And, um, a lot of kids came from that program and they're doing great in life, whether it be in sports or otherwise, I, I think that would be my, that would be my footprint. Um, and if I, if I do see a kid that was in my program out and about, I'll recognize them. They'll recognize me. And I think that's the beauty of it, right? Cause I do it for the youth. That's, that's why I do it, you know, for their advancement. Um, so they can grow to be strong individuals. Um, and, and that's why I do it, and, and, and that's what I would like to take from this. And in five to ten years, I want to be able to say, man, I, I did great work in Long Beach, and I'm, and I'm proud of my work. When, when did you start over at, at uh, the YMCA? Have you, have you been there for a while, or did you just get there? I started in 2017. Okay. Um, so roughly three years ago, and, and, and I think we have progress in those three years um, a lot. I know you work with the youth. Have you uh, have you met those bullies over there that swim? Uh, they're like ninety years old and they swim laps every day. Yeah, they're mean. I used to swim with them, but they they would just lap me, and I was like sixteen in my prime, and they're like ninety six, and it just didn't feel good. Uh, <laughs> I mean, repetition is everything. They do it every morning. <laughs> they're so they're so good. It's ridiculous. I, I swear, I came from playing basketball, and I was like, all right, I'm in shape, and. Uh, and then they just they just lap me, yeah, nah. and they and they're all friends, and they don't want to let anyone that's not like over the age of eighty into their little club. <laughs> Even though you're mentally eighty, yeah, mentally they didn't realize that I was I was down to go get coffee and donuts with them. <laughs> you wanted to be down, huh? Yeah. <laughs> uh, how do you 
like register to to be a part of this program, these programs, just in case some of these parents that listen to our show want to register their kid. Oh, definitely. If you want to register, you can come inside of our branch. Um, we are at 1720 North Bellflower Boulevard um, in Long Beach, of course. Um, but if, hey, you're feeling a little skeptical about what's going on outside, you can always get online and go to lbymca.org and find the local YMCA, find our sports programs, and it's all right there at your fingertips. You can sign up. Um, you can see the programs that we are currently running. And then also you can give me a call at the branch if you wanted to know about the programs that we have um, coming down, coming in the future. And if you can give me a call at area code 562-596-3394. And my name is Rossi Howard. When you ask, ask for Rossi Howard. And I really do work at the Low Falls Coast YMCA. I do. I've seen. <laughs> yeah. I've seen him there. I've seen you there too. Uh, if you need anything, and what by anything I mean, if you need uh, me to come give, like, to your three and a half year olds, a great reverse pivot demonstration. Yeah, I, I'm probably <laughs> the king of the reverse pivot. People, people don't realize it yet. We got. I got John Grossy right here. We got Paul Slater. We're gonna probably coach at St. Cornelius for 30 years and then get hired by Duke. Yeah, we're, that's it's, our goal. That's the plan. If we're you gonna, want to know what our goals were, it's yeah. to get hired by Duke in about 20 years. After we have 30 CYO championships, uh, league championships, we can't really do anything once we hit playoffs. Uh, but <laughs> but we're pretty good in the league. So that's our plan. So if you want to get a couple, if I don't know, between us three, we have three basketball superstars. Yeah, true, true. I don't know. Paul's good at – what are you good at? Uh – I've got good vision. Paul's got good vision. Good vision on the floor. I could reverse pivot, and then you could do everything else. What do you think? Man, I love it. You guys must fill out a volunteer packet first. Oh, okay. Make sure to check we're your out. background. We're out. We're out. We're out. I don't <laughs> got to make sure check those backgrounds. No, man. Hey, we're open to any every volunteer who wants to help out the youth. I'm being honest. So if if the parents are listening out there and your listeners understand about um the work that volunteers put in it's everything because that's what i did at holy innocence i mean i'm pretty sure you did the same thing john it's a volunteer position yep you're volunteering your time so um i think that's that's great and we, we need more of that and um one more thing one more uh, program i wanted to touch on i mean this is a program that's very very vital and that's very important especially in, our, in the times that we live in today and that's our youth and government program um, I don't, John, I don't think we talked about that in length. Um, I, I just really told you about the sports programs that I do. And, um, but I am also in charge of our team and, and, and making sure that they become our future leaders um, here at the Los Altos um, YMCA. So what are they doing? So youth and government, uh, it's a program. It's for our um, youth. It gives them the opportunity to discuss some of the most pressing issues, pressing issues that we face within our nation. Um, today. So what this program is designed for, it's, it's designed for um, kids who, who love politics, who want to make a change, kids who, who want their voices heard. Um, they will come together weekly um, at the local YMCA's, and they'll just talk about the different ways that they can make a change within their community. Um, we'll have three different um, trainings for them, so they can be well-versed in 
politics. Um, they'll go to Camp Oaks um, two times next year, um, one time in February, and then they'll go again in March. And then they'll have one more training or a conference in downtown Long Beach, and they'll be in um, City Hall. So where they'll take they'll take over the the council chambers and the courts, and they'll be there'll be a mock mayor, there'll be a mock vice mayor, a mock city clerk, a mock city auditor, so on and so on. Um, and then throughout throughout those trainings that they learned earlier earlier on, they'll put those practices in play once they go down to the council chambers. I think it's a really cool program. Um, myself, Lakewood YMCA, Fairfield YMCA, and Los Cerritos YMCA, we all are in this together, and we each have our own delegates at each different branch. So it's a cool thing. I think it's really cool for the youth, and our mantra is their voices matter, and, and they have to. I love that. That's cool, man. It'd That's be, cool. It would be even better if you could take the mock out and they could just be the mayor. Yeah, true. <laughs> uh oh. Lines are cut. No no no. We 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 talk we talk fair. Yeah, we're fair. We're fair on this show. We're Compliment fair on this show. So uh that is awesome. Um so everyone give Rafi a call or go to the website. Hey Rafi, are you do you have like a rivalry with the Lakewood YMCA? Oh, that's a good question. Do we have a, a rivalry yeah. with the Lakewood YMCA? Yeah. No, it's not a rivalry. I mean, we haven't played them yet, so it's not a rivalry. Oh, it's <laughs> so, gonna, so it will be. It okay. Will be. All, all it needs yeah, is, so is it, one guy to stick their foot out, and then there you go. No, my guy over there, uh, Reggie Garcia, he's doing a great job um, with the Lakewood YMCA um, sports program. So I, I have nothing but good things to say about them. Um, you know, they're like our, our big brother right now. But, but, you know, the younger sibling is coming up, and we're, and we're doing our thing, too, over here. The younger sibling always gets better than the big brother anyways. That I know is that, true. I know That's that a for uh, a fact. Preach. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Rafi. Hey, thanks for joining the show, man. This has been great. We, we appreciate it. I appreciate it, fellas. Um, I'll be talking to you guys soon. And um, thanks so much, Long Beach. Wow, you're so dominant. What a guy, Rafi Howard. What was the... Full throttle, that's the motto. What was it? Full throttle, that's the motto. Something like that. Yeah, something like that. That's tight. Let me tell you something. I'm keeping it. So we don't, like, people might think, oh, they're just getting their friend on. No, this guy's doing legit stuff. He's, like, starting this whole program, which I think is good because you don't, I mean, maybe it's just our age, but, like, I I also feel like in the 90s, every kid did youth sports. Even if you sucked and you quit, you know what I mean? Even if it turned out, okay, that's sports aren't for them. Everyone did them. Everyone, like, the parks were packed, and they still are, I guess. But it just feels good to know someone with passion is starting, like, programs. You have to learn how to how to do it somewhere. Why I don't know, Why do kids not do that as much anymore? Do you know? I don't know. And, but I, I don't think it's just us not knowing kids because we know people with kids and yeah. we coach. And it's like, I just don't think if we were coaching at St. Cornelius back in the day, we'd get as many kids who had never played sports. It's like they don't play recreational right. sports. Right. I th- and I, I don't know if it's just because there's so much more at your fingertips now or if there's more technology and parents get lazy. Like maybe now they can just give their kid an iPad and, instead of having to distract them with sports. Those 80s, I don't know. 80s parents. Yeah, it's problematic. Yeah. But I don't know. I just feel like 
I'm happy that this area is getting more sports because I and I do think it's it's like Los Altos needs it right here in East Long Beach right. because I don't I think Lakewood has it. Like I think that Lakewood mindset still is playing sports. Yeah, I think you're right. And I think Long Beach it's not too hip for its own good or too like snobby. It just needs someone to like remind us who we are. Keep the grit in Long Beach. Yeah, I like that. You know? I like the way you put that. And let me tell you something else that makes me happy. So we didn't know Rafi ahead of time, but he recognized me. So not to brag, you and I, we both get recognized all the time. Yeah, it's not a big it's deal. It's not like a big deal, but I like to be recognized for from St. Cornelius basketball. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Because people don't under, If you're not in the basketball scene, you don't understand the gym rat mentality. Yeah. There's just like, there's like 200 of us that just are in basketball gyms for four months a year. And like we'll be in our own basketball gym, then we'll go to a high school basketball game, then we'll go to like this other gym, and you just know people. And I like that. There's a circle. There's a circle, and everyone has their own circles. There's other circles. There's yeah. little league circle. Yeah. There's uh, a, a yacht club. The yacht club. I'll be in that circle very soon. I just gotta buy a yacht. Yeah, I'm telling you. You know what messed up? Nobody Venmos. Yeah. Me. I put my Venmo name, username, Peace Later Three, out there every single show. In zero cents. I don't have any, no money in it right now. John Grossi dash two. Our show would be better if you paid us to buy a yacht. Yes. Because it's content. It's content. Imagine, imagine we're doing the show, but instead of bitching about our lives, we're like, you wouldn't believe this asshole. I saw over at latitude 47, longitude 12. I was out on the ocean, you know? <laughs> I don't even know what latitude and longitude is yet, but no. I could learn if yeah. you guys paid us. We'd yep. buy a yacht. We'd learn. And we would be rubbing elbows with Jerry Jones. Yeah, we would. We Are would. You fucking kidding me? The stories we'd have. We could go out to Catalina. Yeah, I've never even been. I've been once. We can go not on our birthday because we'll be so goddamn rich. Yeah, we need the yacht content. So we need the yacht content. Venmo us. It's the one thing that just put yacht content. Yeah, as the yeah. Title. Put yacht content. Venmo us, and your name will be in a plaque on the yacht. Yes. And you yes. can come. You can come on the yacht. Yeah, you get a free free ticket, free ride. I like that. This is now we're getting somewhere. Now we're getting somewhere. See, not enough people are like us. Where if you buy us a yacht, we'll let you come on it. We're giving. Yeah, we're, we're giving. giving. We're giving we guys. others. We think of others first. Yeah, That's our problem. That is our, we think about others too much. Yeah, we do. All right. Uh, let's get to the rest of the show. Uh, you got anything else? I'd have a ton if I was on a yacht. <laughs> yeah. Good point. The, uh, I would love for these to all be nautical grind my gears. Yeah. Yeah. I got to grind my gears. Freaking wind kicked up from the Northwest and the freaking tide. see. I don't even know what I'm talking about, yeah, but we will, we will. We'll learn. We're going to learn. Starboard. What's the other one? Port. Port, yeah. Okay, so I was I was kicking at port, and this absolute jabroni comes up starboard. <laughs> I, 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 I'm ready. I'm at the point in my life where I need it. All right, let's let's do let's get this done. Uh, let's get out of here. I, I I don't feel well. By the way, I'm battling, absolutely battling. It doesn't look like I'm battling, but I'm battling. I know that wine drunk, that uh, wine hangover, and it's not a good one. But you know, this is why I know that I'm such a goddamn wine guy, is that that glass of wine looks pretty good right there. Yeah, it does And I great. threw a bunch of wine up last night, but I still can have a glass right now. I might have a little glass tonight. That'd be nice. All right. You know what I'm sick of? I just, real quick, I'm sick of 
the word COVID-19. Yeah. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it too. So Long Beach is still in the purple tier. Remember the tiers that we had? I mean, I don't... People talk about these. That's another thing. It's like PP. Yeah. People talk yeah. about these tiers like I know what the colors mean. Tears. I had someone tell me the other day. Now we're... Well, we're if we're in red or whatever, it's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't give a fuck about the tiers. The only tiers I have are me crying after throwing up all night last night. Yeah. Those it's... are my tiers. Uh, but we're still in the purple tier. Okay, we're in purple. Right. Did you know... Look, to get to the next lowest or the next tier below, we have to get to seven cases per 100,000 residents. Right now. What? Yes. Cases or deaths? It said cases. That's, yeah. that's what I'm talking about, John. Like, that's absurd. That's absurd. There's seven people, like, out of infected 100, with a million things out of 100,000. That's what I read. That's absurdity. That's what I read. That's what I read. Set, we're at 7.3 cases right now, and we need to get to seven. Who made these rules? If it was Fauci, I trust him. I don't know, but that's what I'm saying. I don't even think Fauci made these. If that's, I don't think it is. I don't think, but so Long Beach can't be open because actually I don't trust him. If it's Fauci, we have seven point three cases instead of seven cases. That's why we can't be open right now. That's right? a joke. But. It's it's divided by counties, right? And I guess Long Beach is part of L.A. County. I don't know what it is, but but what blows my mind is like Orange County is literally two minutes away, right there. Yeah, and they're open. You know do, what I mean? Do we ever talk about this on the show? I I keep going to Brew Kitchen Ale House. Yeah, it's epic. And people keep asking me why. I'm like, well, for one, I like the place. I used to go, but not as much. It's like it's open. Why do you think? Everyone's going to Orange County because it's open. That's what I mean. So we can't go. We can't go to freaking Tracy's inside because we have 0.3 more cases out of a hundred thousand. What the fuck? How does that make any sense? <laughs> C- cases, a hundred thousand residents. That's so many residents. I'm not sure you read that right. I if don't you know. read that right, that's absurd. I'm. I, I'm. Gonna, I'm gonna read it. I'm gonna uh, look it up for you. Ooh, filibuster. Can you do that for me? Give me a topic. I need a topic. Uh, your topic will be pumpkins. Okay. Pumpkins. I like pumpkins. I like how they look. Don't get me wrong. I love pumpkin spice lattes. But I don't need... <laughs> oh, I found it. Found it. Found it. You're good. You're good. That was pretty good, though. That was pretty good. All right. I'm going to finish hey. that rant next week. Stay <laughs> tuned next week. Tell I, your friends to subscribe. Shoot your shot. I the, fa- because that was about to hit hard. I found it like 20 seconds before, and I just really wanted you to finish <laughs> what you were going to say. I have a lot to say about pumpkins. But All right. next week. Next week, I'm going to fill you in. It says, L.A. County remains in the purple tier because its infection rate per 100,000 residents is too high. 7.6 per 100,000 residents. Is that No, I think that's percent. It doesn't say percent. That's got to be percent. It says the county's positivity rate among these are test among these tested is three point seven percent. Are you sure it's percent? It says it says out of residents three point seven out of one hundred thousand or seven point three out of one hundred thousand residents. And maybe I am reading it wrong, but that's still absurd. 
People's minds are so warped. You know what I I will never understand? If you get tested and you're negative, like, I guess I'm talking about, I was just, we're talking about Thanksgiving and like, there might not even be a Thanksgiving, whatever, whatever. Maybe we can wear masks and socially distance. But like, if the people know they don't have it, you don't have to wear a mask. Okay, I know what you mean. Okay, like, we're talking about, oh, we get tested, and then we could also social distance. It's like, if you get tested, if you know you don't have it, you can't spread it. Yeah, right. Just, like, it's not it's not just appearing in people who aren't wearing masks. You don't have to, if 20 people get tested, and they're all negative, and they all meet up, they don't have to wear a mask. That doesn't make common sense. Right here, John, it says, in order to move to the next less restrictive tier, red. Fuck off. First of all, why is red less restrictive? I don't know. Blue sounds less restrictive. Right. The county, Teal. The county can have no more than seven infections per 100,000 residents. That is insanity. How does that make any sense? So, like, people can... People are, like, not working because seven out of 100,000 residents have it. it. Not died. Have Have it. it. Have it. That is... That is so outrageous, I just can't trust you. I swear I read that right here. I'm reading it. I know I don't read well, but I can read sometimes. All right, readers need to look into that because that is outrageous. If that's the case, that's fucked up because people are, like, not... They are not making money because of seven cases out of 100,000. Come on, man. That's messed up. Am I, am I crazy? And see, this is where I'm going off the rails, but like even seven deaths out of a hundred thousand doesn't like, that sounds bad. And I know that is bad. I don't want anybody to die, but I'm just saying like, that's fucked up. It's like, okay, 50% of people have this. All right. Let's, uh, Let's, right. Let's socially distance. It, am I? But seven out of a hundred thousand. Like, if there's a thousand out of a hundred thousand, to me, that's not even that much. Right. Right. It's the most contagious thing of all time, right? Yes. So, if like people are gonna get it, people already have it. People have like. Plus, plus I, first off, the virus is ruining sports for me. Like, I want to see a football game in person. Real bad, and I might. Miami might be opening up, and I might go. Oh, Miami, very nice. Yeah, I might go. But also, like, people are uh, are getting tested. Football players are getting tested, and they have to postpone their game because Cam Newton's sick. But Cam Newton's not even sick. Like, all these dudes are They're positive, but they're not sick. That's what I'm saying. That's why I want the NFL. I know this sounds bad, but I'd love for the NFL to just, like, not test and say they're testing so that everybody just— that'd be ideal. And if they have it, like, they're going to be fine. None of these dudes are getting, like, sick. It's just... They have it. They have it. Uh, no way. And we I, sound like we're freaking ignorant. Well, we are the most ignorant podcast in Long Beach. That's a fact. But uh, per Dan Gooch, my good friend Dan Gooch. But... That was a great episode, by the way. And by the way, Dan Gooch is staying home. Right. Because he has the things. Cam Newton can sling a football. If he can sling a football, he should sling a football. It shouldn't be what some... I know, and I we're we're beating a dead horse. No, it was I know, I don't, just no, I don't, brutal I don't. too. I I had to turn it off. Rachel Nichols, who I like, her having to say after every question, 
ending it with in the bubble. Yeah, I hate that. Uh, it, yeah. It's like, uh, it was like when you read a fortune cookie and you say like, like in bed after it or whatever, yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. It's like literally every question about, about the NBA now, it's like, so LeBron James, how, what'd you think about the uh, switching to the zone defense in the bubble? Like, relax. We know they're in a bubble. It doesn't matter. So uh, Halloween's canceled, right? Well, urging families to celebrate Halloween at home or virtually. That's what it says. So that is virtually the same thing. Stop saying it. Yeah, I don't know. I just I'm just sick of the word. Everything about it makes me upset. Uh, People are the common sense has literally gone out the window. In my opinion, I I, to me, seven out of 100,000 is a joke. It's a joke. It's a joke. All right, let's let's get to some. Let's get a, a little lighter topic. Okay, lighter yeah, topic. To that, a little lighter topic. We haven't done a COVID rant like since week like twenty four. Yeah. So, yeah, which was seven weeks ago. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, math. Big math podcast. Yeah, that was good. Uh, speaking of math, check this out. We are the official Queen Mary podcast as well. Yeah. Uh, that doesn't get talked about enough. So I don't know if you saw this, John, but the Queen Mary is being sued right now because a couple who got married there haven't got their $20,000 deposit yet. Whoa. Haven't got it back yet. So they're getting in trouble. Because it's off in Singapore buying drugs. That's what I'm saying. I told you this is a sketchy situation. The Queen Mary, first off, if you get married to Queen Mary, you're a psychopath. My brother got married there. I'm not saying he's a psychopath, but he's a psychopath because he got married there. Right. But maybe they weren't as sketchy back then. If you get married now and all of the facts are out, like yeah. this, the Singapore facts, all this bullshit, you know they have the haunted house thing there all the time. What's it called? Dark Harbor. Dark Harbor. That's always yeah. at the... They don't even have to like hire ghosts because there's literal ghosts there's there literal already. The Queen Mary, everyone's always arguing about it. This headline says, robbed of our wedding fund. Couple says Queen Mary hasn't returned $20,000 deposit after COVID-19 cancellation. Mm. So this is, a, this is the old two-prong here. The little twofer. COVID, which sucks, ruined their wedding. And the Queen Mary ruined their wedding. That's the old twofer on this podcast. That's just like. You got to know, though, in my opinion. Isn't the Queen Mary also like somewhat subsidized? I think it is. Like, I don't think it's an independent business. I think the, I think the city of Long Beach like either doesn't charge them rent or something or like allowed them. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Which like that's a bad look to not give the deposit back during COVID anyway, but uh, it's, it's even a worse look if you're supposed to be this huge entity with like millions of dollar budget. If that's true, they're not paying like rent. I don't know. You know what I mean? That's a bad look. They're freaking heads of it are over in Singapore getting arrested. Something sketchy is going on there. And I feel like a lot of people always say the queen Mary loses the city money and we need to get rid of it. And then everyone says, Oh, but it's so good. Such history. Let's just leave it there and not have it be a business. That's what I think. So it's, a landmark. It's a, it's just in the background of all the pictures that yep. would make everyone happy. Like it's still that. there. The long shows the queen Mary, no one in the right mind is going to it as a business. It loses money. That's a fact. 
I like that. Is losing money as a business? Just, just it's okay. You want to get married on the Queen Mary? You can't anymore. It's done. I you, like that. You can use it as a backdrop. It sits there. It's not harming anyone, but it loses money. We need to stop acting like we need to subsidize this thing. I like that. It's causing too much drama in my life, Paul. I got enough with the Bachelorette going on. So I like that. I, that's a good point. It's so we just use it as like a landmark. It's, it's there. there. It's just there. Yeah, you know what? That makes a lot of sense. Like you don't see. Like I get it. It looks great in the pictures. I agree. It's like it's Long Beach as the Queen Mary. That's awesome. You don't see like freaking Jesus's tomb being used as like a party gathering, right? You know what I mean? Which is empty, by the way. Jesus's tomb. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you don't see freaking them hosting events there. Right. It's a landmark. Right. What's another landmark? Uh, uh the Great Wall of China. Yeah. We're not, we're not th- throwing dark harbor. Oh, it's Halloween. We have to dress up the Great Wall of China. No, people go, they look at it, they take a picture in front of it, and it's just there. Yep. What else is a landmark? This is a good time. The Great Laboratory of Wuhan. It's just... <laughs> <laughs> you go, you take a selfie, you say COVID started here, and you and you're gone. Uh, what's our uh, what's our sister country or since sister city in, oh, in Japan? Nag- Na- uh, hmm. Nagiyama something. I can tell you right now. Nagiyama, uh, I forget. We still have we still haven't put our name on that. Okay, how do we do it? Dyson Nakayama. Dyson Nakayama. That's right. How do okay? So we'll, let's plan this out real quick with our listeners listening. How are we going to put Long Beach's name on that sign? I think Do we get something sticky? This, no, 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 no. This is a standard-ass sign. Because all we need to do is go to University Trophies, get I a nice we, little plaque. We, we reprint. I don't, think we, I don't think we put a plaque on the sign. I think we reprint the whole sign. Oh, okay. So we, we reprint it. It says Temecula Sister Cities. It says Dyson Nakayama. And then we just toss. Yeah, but then we have to like put it into the ground that's already in the ground no just the plaque look oh uh, and put it over or yeah underneath? we just put it over it uh, okay just a like little cover that. up yeah i like that i like that yeah let's do that except sister city long beach california were, yeah oh man could you imagine and it's just there forever and nobody's like, gonna notice and if they do is that a scandal no all we're trying to do is create a bond can you really be that like we're not going to take Dyson Nakayama off. We're no. all for Dyson Nakayama. In oh, no, fact, no. we should put one up for them in Long Beach. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Then we have to put one up for yeah. Temecula and Di- Sister Cities. Then to, we got to go to Nakayama. Put up Long Beach. Road trip to Dyson Nakayama. I have a new car. You have a new car. Yeah. Does it float? Mm, I didn't check yet. My yeah. boy Paul went over all of them, but he didn't tell me. Is Paul from Dyson Nakayama? He might be. His ancestors. He might be. We don't know for sure. Well, That's not, we don't know. On his little name card thing, it said he from, he's from Lakewood. Oh, dope. So. That's <laughs> right awesome. Right the corner. Paul from Lakewood. Uh, Shout but he, out. I could ask him, though. I'm good friends with him. I have his phone number. He called me. Left me a message. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to make the whole sign, go over there, and and just... Stick it like do we make it sticky and just stick it on on it? Yeah, we do a little sticker. Yeah, yeah. No, but no, no, I mean, oh, like, well, we print the whole sign and it's a sticker. Y- yeah, yeah. It's a big sticker. Yeah, like that. Yeah, that'd be easier because then we don't have to do screws and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, we just yeah. need to stick it and go. It'd be funny though if people just 
or driving by and be like, oh, Long Beach and Temecula are sister cities. Yeah. That'd be funny. All right. Uh, that's all I got. Yeah. Do you got, have anything else? Uh, I just literally ruined my day. I got these freaking. <laughs> Don't get me started on pumpkins next week because we got these damn decorations around this house. And I picked this one up because oh, I'm God. bored and it has freaking glitter on it. So my day is ruined. I have glitter. You better wash it before you touch my car. Your car already has glitter on it. So That's pearl. true. Good point. All okay. right. Yeah. Let's get out okay. of here. I gotta go check out your new car. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Uh, quick. Nine out of the week. This week is Juju Smith Schuster because it's more like he's on the hot seat because there's a new rookie in town receiver for the Steelers that's stealing the show. Chase Claypool, he had four touchdowns last week, and you know Juju's pissed that he's not at the center of attention yeah, anymore. Yeah, that is true. Well, he is now because he's not a way athlete of the week. That's true. Let's remember, hey, when you when our guy gets our guy, our guy Juju. Yeah, he's our when, guy. When he gets when he gets put down, we bring him back up because yep. that's what we do. And that's what we do as a as a duo because we care about our city. Yeah, my city, Long Beach, my city, huh? I just cracked the code. What? How are we going to put this sticker up in Dyson Nakayama? Huh. You son of a bitch, you forgot our listeners are about to Venmo us, and we're going to have a yacht. Oh, we're going to. Yeah. The boys on, are going boys. to Dyson Nakayama. The boys will be buzzing in The boys Dyson will be Nakiyama. buzzing. All right. If I'm you, pumped up. You pay for the yacht you're coming with. We're all going to Dyson Nakayama. We're, we're creating sister cities. We're literally creating bonds in the world. How do you fix uh, world peace? We're doing it right now. We're One doing it right now. Time. All right. Your rating. Uh, pretty good. Pretty good today. I might be foggy because I'm extremely hungover. I might be as, as as hungover as you could possibly be, but I think it's eight point one. I think it's eight point one. You are you serious? Yeah, that's a pretty good show. That's a celebratory. Uh, I should we go crack crack open some wine? Well, let's crack some. Hey, it's it's afternoon. Yeah, it is afternoon. It is afternoon. It Big. is afternoon. That's huge for us. All right, John. I've had a good time. Life is great in the 908. Shoot or shoot. So shoot your shot. Yeah. Huh. Know what I mean? Huh. What you gonna do when I come through, babe? Stop me, your game looks sloppy, you need more practice, maybe you like this, to enjoy the game by midway, I can drive around you, even shoot a trait, a three-point threat, no sweat, you can bet, back it out and fade away all net, hang time. Over dribbles, taking you to school like that next time. Remember who you're playing, you get no mercy. Know what I'm saying? If you reach, I'ma teach. Too fun to lay up, catch you on a rebound. Game over, stay up. Yeah, what you gonna do when I come through? Oh, what you wanna yeah. do? Hang time, y'all. You know what I'm saying?